You're listening to the Reese Heath 100 podcast. Each episode, we speak to past staff and students about their memories of Reese Heath over the last hundred years. If you have some great memories to share, we would love to hear from you. Please complete the form at reeseheath100.com or call 01270 625 131. We are coming to the end of the second day of the Cheshire Show 2022 and we have had an absolutely fantastic couple of days. Our stand has been full of people and children all day, every day for the last two days. We've had lots of activities from all of our different uh, departments and it's been a really fantastic day. I've been really enjoyed talking to several members of our alumni network. I'm very pleased to be talking to our, our last member of our alumni network for the day, who I have to say probably doesn't need much introduction because he's quite well known at college and he's quite well known on the airwaves of particularly North Cheshire and uh, he's probably a good talker so I probably won't even need to ask this young man any questions because he'll just take the microphone from me and probably not give it back. Isn't that right, Sam Walton? I have been known to waffle on a little bit about certain things but Reese Heath is something that I could talk for hours on so it's, it shouldn't be a problem at all. Lovely. So Sam Walton, tell me about your course. When did you start your course and why did you decide to do it? Yes, yeah, so I joined Reese Heath as a student in 2005, which seems a long time ago now. I did the National Diploma in Agriculture course, which was the three-year sandwich course that I was, you know, my GCSEs were projected to all be C's and above, so it was a sort of go-to course. And there was never a question of, of not going to Reese Heath. It was always, I felt, was my path. When I <laughs> left high school after GCSE, it was just to get to Reese Heath. I'd been to open days I'd had my interview knew it was the NDA that I wanted to do quite a prestigious sort of course and absolutely grafted to get through my GCSEs to get on that course so yeah yeah, really rewarded at the the end of it good so what do you remember most about your course what what was your highlights it sounds a real cliche but there was just so many and I think that the first year I was there at 16 you know first time living away from home very different but again felt this sort of immense independence you know the course mates were all a family agriculture was a lot smaller back then you know there's literally like 20 on our course compared to what there is you know over 200 now so it's it's it was really quite small and intimate and I just loved it and I think that you know, the middle year was working for 12 months on a farm, on a placement that couldn't be your own farm. You had to go and work for somebody. So I think looking back, that was the year where I learned the most, you know, having to be on time and, you know, take, you know, shoutings out when you've done things wrong. And, and it really sort of grounded you to work for someone for 12 months. And I absolutely love that. And look back now and I still make decisions now based on things that I learned in my middle year. And then third year, you know, I was 19 away from home again got my car you know I felt I felt like I knew everything it was just a fantastic experience and I look back now on my third year at college as the best year of my life you know it was such a special experience and I think that the friends that I made during that time and the things that we did you know yes there was a lot of partying but yes at the same time the college course was fantastic had an amazing study tour to Wisconsin in America which just to look back on with fond memories and you know I really am thankful for such a beautiful beautiful time when I was a student at Reezy. Oh, you really do talk about Reezy for the twinkle in your eye. Yes, that cheeky smile. So it's very clear that you're passionate about it. What happened after Reezy? Where did you go? Straight back to the family farm or did you have other other ideas? Um, a big grieving process for about a month. <laughs> I was absolutely devastated to finish and I still remember this emptiness of the presentation of awards and we finished and we went to the pub for a drink and it was like, 
what do we do now? <laughs> we'll see you. you know, this is it. And it was horrible. And it was this real emptiness. And I worked for the college at the time as well. So I remember I was on campus for another month after everyone else had finished. And I remember it was like a ghost town. There was no one else around. And I felt like you know, I just missed everybody hugely. So I went back to my middle year farm. I'd worked, so I worked there for a, for a bit. I wasn't 100% sure what I wanted to do. We'd come away from the family farm and it was all a little bit up in the air where I was going. I went self-employed for a little bit and eventually found my way to Tatton Park and worked there on their open farm for a bit. Came back to Rees Heath as a member of staff, just couldn't get out of my system. Came back to work on the dairy unit as assistant herd manager for a few years and then went back to Tatton, you have a ping pong. <laughs> went back to Tatton, I was there for another five years on the, the open farm there and now I've moved up to Derbyshire to, to manage a farm in, in Hartington. So yeah, it's been a little bit varied. You know, Rees Heath was the springboard for that that, that, that flips it up and went on to do things. So really I'm thankful for the place. Let's go back to some of the awards and things that you won. You were involved with quite a lot of things, haven't you? Where do we start? What came first? So the first thing that came up was probably the John Platt Scholarship. So I applied for that. That was through Reese Heath and the Cheshire Ag Society. Went to New Zealand for the tour and it was just incredible. You know, had to apply, obviously. You know, had to go for interviews with Reese Heath and, and apply to why I wanted to do it and prove that they should invest in me. So I went to New Zealand to study farm diversification, which is something I feel massively passionate about, you know, getting people onto farms, teaching people about food and farming, that's all I'm about. So to go to New Zealand and see how they do it, which was a huge eye-opener, was just the, the right thing to do. So the John Platt Scholarship was the biggie. Then went on to become a Tesco's Future Farmer, which was fantastic. You know, again, the supply chain, meeting so many different people involved in, in that sort of other side of farming that, you know, where does it go after it leaves the farm? Met some fantastic people through that, some really high-profile people within the industry. Recently won a brand new tractor for 12 months through the Prince's Countryside Fund and New Holland, which I had to apply for. And I won a New Holland T6 for 12 months, which was just amazing. Um, That's a big toy. What, it, what did you do with it? I felt very overwhelmed for the first week. Like, I felt like, what am I going to do with this thing? But it was incredible. And, you know, I, again, had to apply for it. I had to do a business plan. I had to prove why it would benefit me in my farm and, and what I was doing. And, yeah, it was part of our wedding. It was, you know, we've had people use it to go to their proms. We've done loads of work in the community with it up in Derbyshire. We were pulling people out of the snow for weeks on end after Storm Arwen. So as much as it's been used on the farm, it's, it's been used a lot in the community as well. You've just taken on your own farm up in Derbyshire. Do you want to tell us about that and what your plans are there? Yeah, so I manage a farm called Lowerhurst Farm in Hartington, just outside Buxton. It's an organic beef and sheep farm. Pedigree Hereford cattle, which anyone that knows me knows that I absolutely love my Herefords. So, yeah, to be surrounded by them is, is very special and I feel very blessed every day. Big in sort of countryside stewardship and environmental schemes and, you know, working with the, the Peak National Park and, and that side of it. So there's almost a sort of environmental slant that I... It was a big learning curve for me. I thought I'd come from this sort of commercial farming background, but to go in and look at, you know, schemes and grants and being told you can do this and can't do that at certain times of the year because of ground-nesting birds and lap wings and that sort of stuff. It was all a, a real steep learning curve, but I love it. You know, I really love it. I've really, you know, invested into it. I've, my family have all moved up there now, living a beautiful part of the world that you know I'm thankful for every day and it's like it's my own you have a, a, a fantastic employers that sort of trust me with the farm I manage it you know feedback to them and, and it's great got huge potential excited to see where it goes in the next sort of five ten years 
and you're here today with your wife and your little boy Benjamin who's a farmer in the making by the looks of how much he's spent on our virtual tractor. It scares me how much a three-year-old can look <laughs> like an adult. Literally he's like strutting around the Cheshire showground <laughs> from tractor dealers to like farm suppliers and this that and the other. There is no doubt about it that yeah. he's going to be a farmer or something to do with agriculture yeah, yeah. and it's just so lovely to see yeah. you know he brings so much joy to my dad and my grandparents and you know we've always been farmers you know I'm sort of fifth generation farmer and you know I think to see that continue through the the Walton bloodline is, yeah. is lovely so yeah they've had a lovely day you know Kelly's pregnant she's due in, in August so she's very pregnant at the minute and especially <laughs> on a hot day like today it's been a bit of a struggle for her but she's got round and after her. yeah she's been okay so it's been a lovely day back at the show and lovely to have it back as a two-day event after all the you know ups and downs with Covid yeah. brilliant well last word then if someone was thinking about doing this course coming to BC what would you say absolutely do it I mean there are other courses available I know that but I'm you know really passionate about the, the three-year course and would always recommend that that it's just so rounded you know you, you you can grow up a lot in three years if you go for 12 months that's great but actually you know the student you start off at 16 you'll be a very different person when you finish at 19 and it's lovely that you can grow up and have received part of that so a hundred percent do it just get yourself there and get on that course Sam Walton, thank you very much. It's been lovely to finally... <laughs> I think this might be episode 99 even, but no, it's not. But thank you so much for talking to me. It's been great to see you. You're listening to the Reese Heath 100 podcast, celebrating the centenary of Cheshire's leading land-based college. Each episode, we chat to students, staff and college partners, past and present, about their memories of life at Reese Heath. Reese Heath, industry-focused, career-ready for 100 years.